Phoenix MPM Live. Make party be the movement. Movement. We make party. Phoenix MPM Live. PhoenixMPM.com. Welcome to Geek Week, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, it's Geek Week, so we have our special guest co-host in the building. Old Man Geek, nice old, to be here. Old Man Geek in the building today. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who are checking us out on the website right now, first time ever, we are live video camera. You get to see our beautiful faces. Old Man Geek got some makeup d- d- done today, so we're all nice, freshly shaven. And we got our Periscope viewers in the back. Our per- We're on Periscope. We're on uh, phoenixmpm.com. We're on Ustream. And throughout the show, I might even do some Snapchatting or some snapping. I don't know what the exact term snapping. I, I was t- I was telling you before you're gonna have to um, <laughs> you're gonna have to sell me on Snapchat a little bit. I yeah. gotta be honest. I'm getting I'm I'm not I'm not completely there yet. So so we're on Snapchat. We're on video. Um, and it's Geek Week, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. This is the second. Third. This is our third. This geek is week? our third. This is our, or, or, or are we counting your first visit? I, I, I counted the first visit, so I'll say, yeah, third. This is our yep. third Geek Week. Uh, this will be once a month, and for all we know, this might even turn into something much bigger than once a month. So I know a lot of geeks are in the building right now, and we're not going to even waste any time. Let's get right into the geek talk. We got ge- uh, Old Man Geek, the king of all things geek, the geek expert on all things geekdom. I'm amping you up right now. Yeah, I, know, I was going to say, no pressure. No I'm like pressure. the guru of geek, the god of knowledge. You cut to me, and I'm just going to sit here and drool. And... <laughs> All right, so let's get right into it. Um, a little continuation from what we talked about last time, uh, and what I, I, what a lot of people have been talking about lately. Yeah. Um, the 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 box office blockbuster that wasn't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> of yeah. course, I'm talking about the not so fantastic four. Uh, <laughs> Let, let's talk about. I know we got a couple people checking us out right now. Some people have seen the movie. Some have not. Yeah, I have not. I, I, but I'm gonna make a promise to all my geeks. By the time the week is out, I will see Fantastic Four. Will I pay to see it? No. Yeah, <laughs> will I see that... it? Yes. I have some free coupons. Shout out to our AMC uh, Regal uh, Lowe's. <laughs> so, what? What is it about this movie that the world just seemed to hate? Mind you, before even seeing it, before the movie even coming out, it didn't even get a chance, in my opinion. Um, let me let me start off per- first by saying that I, I have not seen the movie yet. Okay. One out of principle, just, well, I'll get into my principle in a second. I, I think one of the biggest problems right off the bat was the fact that Fantastic Four wasn't a Marvel property or seen as a Marvel movie. So right off the bat, you weren't getting Marvel support. Okay. So that right there, having said that, you, Josh Trank had said a lot and did a lot of things into the production. Like now, you, Josh, Josh Trank is the, is the director, the director, director okay. of Fantastic Four. There were there was already some rumors regarding he was originally attached to do one of the Star Wars movies, mm. and there was a rumor regarding why he was no longer atta- attached to it. There were some questions about things on the set, but he was brought on for the Fantastic Four, and then you started hearing a lot of the stars like Kate Mara, who plays uh, Sue Storm, the Invisible Woman. Yeah. When she says in an interview, well, we were told not to bother reading the comic books. Don't worry about any backstory or anything like that. You're going you're gonna to piss off a lot 
of I'm, geeks I'm, right from the very start. I'm assuming if, if you call me and you tell me, hey, O'Day, I want you to play Black, Plan- Black, uh, Black Panther. I haven't read much of Black Panther, but you, you can guarantee from the moment you tell me you want me to be the Black Panther, yeah. I'm reading every yep. issue. I'm looking at every cartoon movie you've ever made. Because I'm assuming you're going to tell me <laughs> to, to exactly. make sure I study the yeah. character. It, 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 it would make perfect sense. And then from there, I, I think it was a combination of Marvel not supporting not the best word of mouth coming out. And mm. then as it got closer to the preview and release time, studios started really enforcing the embargo on reviews and talking about the movie. But yeah, I've seen movies get bad reviews. Mm-hmm. This seemed like a, some kind of, and this is just my conspiracy theory. This seemed like a strategic attack on the movie. Cause it just seemed like the, the, the young actors who are, who are starring in it, Michael B. Jordan and all the other actors, they didn't even have a chance. It just seemed very strategically, we're going to bash this movie so that no one pays to see it, so yeah. that it is a guaranteed bomb, you know what in it was, my opinion. I, you know what it was? It, it's interesting because as bad reviews as the movie has gotten, the four actors have walked away relatively unscathed. If you look true, at the reviews, true. not a lot of them are talking about the individual performances. You're reading reviews both from critics and from viewers who are like, it felt like it went quick. It was built up to nowhere. You had setups for characters who never ended up having screen time together. That's what I've read. I, I, and, and the thing is, usually it's one side over the other. Like if you go on Rotten Tomatoes, there's always this resistance we have sometimes. We say, you know, you know screw critics. We love a movie. Or the critics are like, the audience, the, the people don't have a clue. We love this movie. When both sides hate a movie across the board. <laughs> the actors, the director, you know, the audience. Yeah, and you got, you got, to, you got to wonder at that point. I, I, there isn't much about the movie. I mean, when you have people writing things like, you know, I pine away for the acting ability of Jessica Alba. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's not lending itself really well. I mean, hey, the, the, she's good to look at on screen. No, yeah. I'm just saying, but, you know, she wasn't exactly the best Sue Storm. But, you know, you know, there's already been an amazing Fantastic Four movie filmed. Which one is this? The Incredibles. There, I mean, let's be honest. Let, let's be honest. And that's what, <laughs> that's what pisses right, people right. off. Because they look at The Incredibles and they're like, Pixar got it so right. You've tried Roger Corman. You've tried big screen. Now you've tried this. And you've got it wrong three different wrong. ways. So, What will save the Fantastic Four name? Will it be Marvel getting the rights back? And is that, is that in my lifetime, will I see Marvel get the, 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 the rights back? I think you will, and I think it'll be sooner than a lot of people think. It it all comes down to what what one company wants more than anything. Like for example, there's talk there's talk of the uh, that Fox wants to do a live action television X Men series. Okay. But if from some of the reports out there, they're saying that for them to be able to do that, that is something they would have to get Marvel's approval for. Obviously. So now the question comes in: Is Marvel going to walk up and say, "Hey"? We'll let you do the X-Men Live series because we actually like what you've been doing with the X-Men. But maybe you want to start... Maybe we put a time limit on that license you have for the Fantastic Four. A little bargaining. Yeah. little bargaining. I think that's... Eventually, Marvel had to do what it did in the 90s to stay afloat, which was sell the movie rights to a lot of their characters. And it worked. Yeah. And, and now they're, they're yep. reaping the benefits of it, uh, except for, except for uh, uh, Fantastic Four. And they're and you know and Marvel's now got the money with Disney backing and they're trying to get as much you know as much of those properties back as possible. Can't right. blame them. Agreed. So overall, your overall take on the movie, your overall take, your your, your final thoughts on it before we move on. Because let's be honest, 
two weeks from now, we're not going to be talking about Fantastic no. Four. Anyone? No. They, we're going to sweep it under the rug. The 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 the, the studio is going to sweep it under the rug because yep. out of the hundreds of millions it took to make, they made back maybe I don't know. 10% of that yeah, a very low number I'm yeah. not sure of the exact number I'm an English major I'm not a math scientist but a very low number they've made back so they're going to act like this never happened they, they have to I mean they're really depending on the international box office now you, I mean you really have to and here's the thing people don't realize how much marketing now amounts to a film's budget so when you, I mean, and Fantastic Four got marketed heavily, just and that, to have it bomb exactly, and to have it bomb. I mean, it's not. I don't think it's going to be like the Lone Ranger type bomb, but it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be bomb. It Never really forget. is. Never forget. I mean, put in this, put it in perspective. You've got Straight Outta Compton, which costs like nothing to make, but making millions, which is it, it will blow past the hundred to hundred and fifty million range by the end of this week. Just to give you some perspective, it, at some point, people do look for some level of quality. They really You're right. do. You're right. So moving from Marvel yeah. on to a little bit of DC talk. Sure. Uh, for those of you who listened to uh, Geek Week and, and our past uh, uh, Old Man Geek interviews, you know we've, we, we were both fans of Arrow. We think they've done some great stuff with it. Uh, this season coming up, uh, if you've been reading, if you've been doing your research, you'll notice that there will be they, they, there's been some confirmation of some special guests for the upcoming season. One being Constantine. Now, those of you, I want to say NBC? Yeah. NBC. NBC had Constantine. I'll admit, once again, I am the, I'm the average geek. For those of you who, who haven't tuned in before, I'm the average geek. I'm not well, well-versed in, in, in geekdom as old man geek is. So I, I just saw it as, here's a show about a movie, which was also about a comic book that I, you know, I like the movie, Keanu Reeves. Um, I didn't see that end credit everyone talked about with Shia LaBeouf, the yeah. movie after the end, the, the yeah. scene after the end credit. I didn't see that. I wish I had seen it. I'm going to watch it one time just to see that. Saw the movie, thought the show would be good, tried to check it out. First episode, second episode, I fell off. But then I heard the show itself. I, from what I heard, the show was great. From what I heard, the show was very well written. Very, a very quality show. So why was it canceled? Um, I, I think, first off, you have a very quality show that goes to dark places that, at the end of the day... ABC, NBC, CBS, and to some extent Fox, though Fox is a little bit more open. Broadcast networks just aren't willing to go. I mean, look at Hannibal. I'm surprised Hannibal lasted as long as it did, but, I mean, look how they're treating it. They dumped the last six episodes on a Saturday night. I caught one last night, actually. I was like, oh, yeah, Saturday. Exactly. (laughs) But Constantine, the character, has found a home on on, uh, Arrow. Yes. What, What can we expect? Okay, and um, I want to also give a little credit to some background information from Screen Crush website also that helped with this information. But interestingly enough, everybody's been wondering about um, Sarah Lance's resurrection before Legends of Tomorrow, the spinoff series, happens. And I'll just say this, the two things you need to keep in mind, Lazarus Pit and Constantine. Right there, you have the perfect... Set up to never bring him thought on board. to put them together. I, I definitely thought Lazarus Pips, obviously, yep. but I never thought okay, Constantine coming on the show works into that whole storyline. It's a brilliant move. I, now, granted, I mean, do I think they probably had something else in mind before the cancellation thing happened yeah. and everything? But it segues in beautifully. And I, I don't think it's naive to say that episode sparks enough strong social media interest online. I, I can't imagine the CW wouldn't at least consider. 
the possibility of bringing Constantine on. Now, are we, interesting. Are we just seeing the Constantine character from the show, or anyone else from the NBC show will be making an appearance on the uh, Arrow? I would assume. I don't think anything's been locked up specifically um, beyond the fact that Matt Ryan will be on, but I think you're, you're going to at least see some references if you don't see at least an additional appearance. Nice, nice. So, staying with Arrow. I know where this is going. <laughs> now, we're going to have a, a special appearance on Arrow, being Constantine, and God knows what other character we're going to see. But we're also going to have Arrow. Yes. Some, the Arrow make a special appearance himself on another network, on another... Uh, what can I call this show? Or on another... Uh, Entertainment <laughs> broadcast. Four hours of amazing quality sports <laughs> entertainment for the masses. Is that what you're saying? I was trying to find the right name. So, uh, the actor who plays Arrow, uh, he goes by the name Stephen Amell. Am I saying right? Stephen? Am I saying right? Amell. 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 I'm sorry. Amel, Stephen, yep. Once again, the average geek. Stephen Amell. He will be appearing on. Uh, actually, no, he's probably appearing right now, tonight. Yeah. Tonight is SummerSlam World Wrestling Entertainment, World Wrestling Federation. Um, Got to give, uh, never forget, WWF. He's going to be appearing tonight on SummerSlam. And he is teaming up with, uh, who's he teaming up with? Um, uh, Neville. Neville, and they are taking on King Barrett and uh, and Stardust. Wait, wait, but correction. I, I don't know if you've been updated, but he now goes by the name of Cosmic King Barrett. <laughs> let's 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 let that soak in for a second. All right? I love the W. I'm sorry. I love the WWE. One of my favorite things about WWE as of recent was the um, they were. Uh, some reincarnations of some classic wrestlers uh, oh. uh, of, of, of Hulk Hogan and Macho Man. They went by the name. Uh, oh, what were their names? Uh, um. I forgot who they were, but they they, they pretty much embodied everything about uh, the, the, the superpowers. That was, that was their name when they came together. Uh, yeah, oh, Hulk yeah. Hogan. That, was it superpowers or mega powers? Uh, mega powers. Oh, wait, mega powers. no, wait. But their name. Mega powers. Yeah. Mega powers. But the, the two guys now were uh, I forgot their names, but they I I I love that they were paying homage to the classics Damien Sandow and the guy who's Mr. Perfect's son I think oh he's Mr. Perfect's yeah, son yeah I can't we, got, we have a lot of okay Stardust yeah uh, him uh, wait what was the name the Uzos yeah. Which I remember Ooh, one time yeah, I, was, I was listening. We're going a little off topic, but I was listening to, uh, I think it was ESPN. No no offense. And one of the announcers mentioned, actually, no, no, it was a commercial. So it wasn't one of the announcers. They mentioned a WWE match or some, some guest appearances. And they said, special guest appearance by the USOs. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's okay. I'll let that slide. So ouch. back to SummerSlam. We got Stephen Amell Amel appearing on SummerSlam. This takes me back to... Uh, Mike Tyson appearing on WWF. Yeah, which, by the way, he did actually... He did. He was on point. This takes me back to what were some other popular uh, 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 guest appearance slash uh, matches by some, some Hollywood uh, Wait, celebrities. Jay Leno took on Dennis Rodman in WCW <laughs> when it was in its dying stages. I never saw that one. Oh. I, oh. I think my best uh, 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 celebrity, it wasn't really a celebrity match. It was when, it was when uh, Vince McMahon allowed, uh, or, no, I think, uh, uh, not allowed, but he gifted a, a guest with uh, a contract. It was the, it was a, a guest who, uh, he, he was an amputee. 
Steve? Yeah, uh, yeah. I forgot his Please, name. You got it. I think it's Zach. I think it was Zach Gowan. And Vince allowed him to sign a, a like a one day, ten day contract. Yeah. And one of the most ruthless scenes in WWE history. Yeah, it's rough. As the young man signed the contract, mind you, this is, a, this is an amputee. The man is walking on crutches. He has one leg. Vince decides to take it old school Karate Kid and sweeps the leg as the kid is signing the contract. Vince will do anything to look like the bad guy. And, you know, he sold it. But, anything. But <laughs> what can we expect from... Uh, and is, is, I'm just calling Arrow. Is Arrow going to wrestle? Here's tonight? the thing. You know what's going to happen? He's going to get he's going to be taught like five moves. One's going to be throwing a wrestler off the rope and probably doing one of those arm hooks where he flips them. Yeah. He's probably going to scoop slam somebody. It, it, there will be I, be I guarantee he'll do a drop kick. The drop kick will be the big one that the announcers will act like <laughs> is the greatest drop kick ever performed by anybody. Is there anything you've seen on Arrow that they might probably try to somehow some, maybe someone will throw something at him and he'll catch it in one hand. Oh, no, no, no. Here's the thing. It's funny you should say that because you just reminded me when RoboCop came out to help Sting <laughs> in a match in WCW. But that, oh, God. Kids these uh, days will not yeah. know oh. of stuff like this. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what it is? I think, I don't think they will go I think the I think it will be a seven on like the douche chill stage in okay. the sense that I think they'll have him come out in his costume. The with, arrow costume? I, I think some version of okay. the arrow costume. Now, would that be too much? In your opinion, would that be too much? D Vince McMahon just, you told me he legs, he did a leg sweep on a man with one leg. <laughs> I, There's I, no such thing yeah. as too much in the WWE. No. no. <laughs> so, okay, a couple more matches. Um, some of that stand-up. There's a bunch of matches going on tonight uh, at SummerSlam. Um, where is SummerSlam this year? Where, uh, SummerSlam is in Brooklyn. Oh, oh. Yeah. Because oh, last night was the NXT, NXT which was in, I, I watched the highlights of that. That was insane. And NXT is the hottest thing going in professional wrestling right that's now. That's awesome. It's that's just awesome. insane. It's just insane. Now, is that just a way that that's just Vince McMahon and the Triple H and the family pretty much benefiting by having, instead of having some NXT matches at SummerSlam, NXT is having its pay per view. SummerSlam, the biggest pay per view. Is that just yeah. maximizing on, on all Maximizing the and also really giving, I mean, NXT, it, it kind of reminds me of a corporate-owned ECW. They got 15,000 okay. last night at Barclays. Nice, nice. For what's the development league? Yeah. 15,000. That's, that's impressive, I got to say. That's really good. So, with, with, with the other matches, mm -hmm. so we had the... Uh, <laughs> one of the main matches that stood out to me is... is uh, it's, it's a rematch. It's a rematch, but you might know what I'm talking about. Last year, at, um, when these two men fought, it shook the world. It shook the world. I'm talking about Brock Lesnar, uh, former UFC fighter, Brock Lesnar, former, I don't know, 10-day football player in the NFL, whatever team yeah. he was on at training camp. Yeah. Um, and he took on the dead man himself, uh, The Undertaker. Now, The Undertaker lost. Everyone knows The Undertaker had... Now, this wasn't that summertime. It was WrestleMania. It was WrestleMania, yeah. WrestleMania, WrestleMania Undertaker had an undefeated streak. And this stems years, yeah. years ago undefeated streak and the streak was broken you saw all the memes you saw all the yeah. all the, the coverage even on 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 regular uh, morning news they were yep. talking about this rematch tonight the undertaker this undertaker walk away with the win or <laughs> i 
I don't know. What would you want? What would old man geek want? What would a a, a WWF WWE loyalist fan? What do you think would be good for the fans? What would be good for the fans? Then what would be good for business? Oh, uh, okay. Um, good for the f- well. All right. Wait, good for the fans would be good for business. Good for me as a fan. Okay, what's is, is what good for old man geek All right, as for, a fan? For old man geek, I, I'd love to see Sting come out and cost <laughs> Undertaker the match and have the reasoning being like, you know what, you lost your streak clean and fair and since that time you've come back bitter and angry you're you're taking cheap shots and things like that so i'd set it up because let's and face undertaker it undertaker goes heel yeah for a good time being and i think sting undertaker wrestlemania we can look how many people bought the pacquiao mayweather fight and they were 20 years past their damn prime they should be fighting <laughs> everyone's going to watch an undertaker sting match at wrestlemania because we all want to see it we all want to see it throw something in there undertaker sting who is your dream fantasy guest referee? I have one in mind. I'm going to throw mine out there. Ric Flair. Can I tell you something that was so weird? <laughs> it was between Ric Flair and Steve Austin. I got to say. I want I really... only because we've got Sting and yeah. um, Undertaker. I think Ric Flair is that nice balance between WCW, yeah. ECW. Has a little, I want to say it has history with both. Yeah. I don't have much history with Undertaker, but that's enough history with Sting. Oh, enough. Exactly. There is one match that I kind of noticed something interesting about the match. And and this isn't me playing the race card. Not at all. Not, I, okay. I, I think I know where this is okay, going. Maybe I am playing the race card. I think but, I know where this is going. <laughs> they have a match tonight called the Fatal 4-Way Match. I believe that's yep. the right name. Fatal 4-Way Match. Um, and that's between... Uh, let me get all, I'll tell you all the names right. This the Luchador? The, the Luchadors? Uh, Los Luchadors? Los Luchadors. Oh, I'm sorry. No, the, the Lucha Dragons. The Lucha Dragons. Uh, uh, who else is that? Who else? They got the Lucha Dragons. I'm sure I got all the names right. Uh, the Lucha Dragons. The, the the New Day. Yep. And who else is there? I think there's one other um, set. You got Los Matadores and the Primetime Players. And the Primetime yep. Players. I would like to call this match uh, the Minority Match. <laughs> uh, I, I, yep. <laughs> now, I, I'm sorry. If you look at all the matches going on, then you all of a sudden you see this lineup pop up or the visuals of this lineup pop up. It looks like here is the, 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 uh, what I'm looking for. Here is the token minority match. Here's where we're going to throw all of the yeah. Latino and African-American wrestlers and have them have this one big match. And so we get it all out the way and then we can get everyone else in. Yeah. It, it, it's just what it looks like. I'm sorry. I mean, from the viewing standpoint, it will be it'll look great because you you you're gonna have a lot of power moves, you're gonna have a lot of high flying moves and things like that. But you're right. There really could have been two really quality tag team matches that could have been broken out of the fatal four way. Maybe their thinking was just how fully stuck the card was, but I mean you're going four hours. So I mean even if you put one of the matches on the pre show, you know, it you you could have given the, the two teams each a chance to shine. I, I agree. It's a, it's a little weird. It is. Yeah. And, and then especially on the heels of, you know, Hulk Hogan ruining everyone's childhood and revealing that he has some uh, some issues uh, yeah. <laughs> with his daughter dating certain types of men. I mean, it just it just it just didn't look to me, it just yeah. it just didn't sit well with me seeing that lineup. Although I could just be reading in it reading into it wrong but it just i'm sorry it just looked like the minority match yeah it, you know it's, it's one of those things where it's like you know do do i think they sat down purposefully no 
but it's not doesn't make it any better to not look at it ahead of time and go, well, wait a minute. If we're pushing the tag team division, <laughs> let's have you know, let's break yeah. this up and and spotlight our real tag teams if we're spotting spotlighting like just thrown together tag teams. Nice, absolutely. So overall, what do you think will be the big match of the night? It's a couple. It's, it's a big lineup. We got Cena wrestling, which I'm sorry, I'm tired of seeing him compete for a title. Um, just, just my opinion. What do you feel will be the big match of the night or the big moment overall of the night? I think the big moment's going to happen during the Lesnar-Undertaker match. Not quite sure what. I think you're going to see somebody returning. I think there's going to be something that's going to set up. I, I think right now you're going to see something that's going to set up the road to WrestleMania now. I think you're going to see that. Are we going to see Stone Cold tonight, in your opinion? Um, I want to say no, but somebody needs to answer the question. You put him on the cover of WWE 2K16. I, there are a lot of veteran wrestlers you could thank and give that honor to. I don't know. I just feel like there, there's there's a bit more going on. But wrestling-wise, like if you're a fan to watch the entertainment, uh-huh. the I hate I hate to use the phrase, so I'm not going to use it. The WWE Women's Wrestling uh, Division. Well, now that they've brought divas, the, it's, it, it, I, I, I think it's, it's still technically divas, divas. Yeah. But now that they now that they've brought up a number of the female wrestlers from NXT, okay, it's now gone from hey we have female wrestlers because we need them on a reality show to these ladies can be on a reality show and they also wrestled just on point. They are wrestlers, first and foremost. And tonight, it's team. Uh, it's, it's two teams coming together, I guess, for the, for the, the women's uh, wrestling. Actually, three. Three, three teams. Team. Yep. It's team. Who are they? Team, because I always screw up the bad. Um, team Vela versus Team Bad versus PCB. I haven't been watching wrestling a while. Team Bella, the Bella Twins, I'm yep. assuming. Um, team Bella Twins and Alicia Fox. Team Team Bad uh, is uh, Tania, Sasha, uh, Sasha Banks, and um, oh God, Naomi, I believe her name. I'm drawing a complete blank because I, I never. It's weird. I always yeah. thought it's another example of not one of the better. Like she's more of an example of a diva wrestler than a real wrestler, so I always okay. thought it was weird she was on bad. And then you've got, you got team and, team ABC PCP WX yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you then you I didn't, I didn't catch that last one. Yeah, it, but I, th- I think that from a wrestling standpoint, I think they've already been proving themselves. And, and then NXT match last night between Sasha Banks and and Bailey for the title, I, I think they're gonna steal. I think they're gonna steal it. I think they're nice. really going to steal the show. So for anyone, if you're watching right now, because like I said, SummerSlam is going on literally yep, right, now. right now as we speak. Feel free to hit us up on, on, on Instagram, hit us up on Twitter, hashtag Geek Week, and let us know what's going on right now. We might have just predicted something yeah, and please. we were correct. So hit us up. Let us know if um, we're missing anything or what we're missing, What uh, who's won the first match. Uh, I, 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 I didn't order it, so I'm assuming someone will hit me up. Or feel free to pay Periscope yourself while you're watching it, and then that way I can watch it via you. Uh, all right. So we're jumping around from topic to topic tonight. We want to try to get everything. I know last time Old Man Geek came here with notes and notes, and we got to like four of them. Yeah, we're trying. We're trying to keep things a little, a little more structured now. Exactly. So we're trying to go from topic to topic. Uh, one of the big topics that we definitely wanted to talk about was Comic Con. Comic Con is yes. exactly how many days away? I think it's something like forty-seven days away now, 47 or something like that. Forty-seven days away. But before we get to Comic Con, another important convention. Uh, you just were. You were just. Once again, I guess, uh, what's the correct correct term? <laughs> well, I, the phrase I made up okay. is uh, virtual reporting or virtual coverage. Virtual coverage of D23. Which is a fancy way of saying 
too broke and no direct <laughs> access, so you're just retweeting and sending out information from reliable sources. But hey, it it, it gets people the information they want. It exactly, really does. Exactly. So for all of the uh, followers of Old Man Geek, you got a chance to virtually be at D23 as he was virtually reporting it, from D23 or about D23. Yeah, it was 66 degrees separation. That's what it was, basically. Now, now, now what did the D in D23 stand for? For the average, the average geek. I'm Disney. Disney. This is Disney's thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is this is this is this is when you are so huge, you hold your own convention to announce and praise and celebrate yourself. Nice. And they own enough stuff to be able to do it. Now, I know we said we're going to get to geek confessions later, but I'll, I'll, I'll take this opportunity to make one geek confession of my own. Uh, big Disney fan, to the point where I do have a Disney Pandora station. That I listen to. That's where I get a chance to. I'll be at work and I'll be blasting my uh, Mulan. Uh, I'll make a man out of you in the background. Lion King, one of the greatest soundtracks or albums ever, ever. I, I, yeah, it's, it in my, it's in my top five of albums of all time. So, a little geek confession. Um, I'm a Disney head. What can I say? I have a lot of Disney songs in my uh, in my library. That's not so bad. That's not so bad. <laughs> Uh, but then again, you see me on the streets. You know I'm a thug. I'm an OG, right? Wait, like, are you serious? Like, you don't have like the soundtracks for like the Little Mermaid Seven, like the ones they put on DVD and things like that, do you? Because that's okay, that's not, hardcore. Yeah, I didn't even know there was yeah, a that's, seven. That's when you're freebasing Disney at that point. When you're starting to pick that stuff up, yeah. That's no, I, I, I honestly though, I I don't do the the though. Only if you were in. You were in theaters. I saw yeah. those. I didn't okay. see a lot of the straight to DVD yeah, no, or just Disney Channel ones. Um, but I, I, I would give all of the shows a try when there, there would be a spinoff show. Um, I was a fan of, of Lilo and Stitch, the show. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I'm a Disney head. I'm not a, a, a Disney radio station head. Mm -hmm. um, I never quite caught on to the radio station. But um, I'm, I'm totally drawing a blank. So, D23. Yeah. Uh, you were posting uh, cosplay. You were posting artwork. Yeah. What was your favorite part of being there? Um, of, of virtually being there? It, it, you know what? It's... I, I think it's just the way, honestly, the way when Disney is promoting its, th its stuff, it's just the way it professionally promotes it. It gets the information out there. And, and, uh, and for some reason, there's something about Disney that just makes people happier than it's other Disney. companies. Civil War. At San Diego, they put out footage of Deadpool and Suicide Squad, and the internet was ready to tear Warner Brothers and 20th Century Fox to shreds because they wouldn't release the, the trailer. Disney puts out the trailer for Civil War. A couple days go by, it isn't released. Everybody forgives them. Everybody's cool. Oh, we didn't get the Civil War trailer? Oh, that's fine. <laughs> you can't that's be okay. mad at Disney. Like, but everybody, it, apparently from what people are saying, the trailer was, was just fantastic. So I think that's one of the biggest things that stuck out for me. Um, you've got, you know, I, I think this is going to be bigger than people expect. They announced Gigantic. Uh, it's gonna Gigantic. Be, it's going to be there. Their, they want it to be the definitive animated take on Jack and the Beanstalk. Okay. And as strange as it may sound, it I we don't have one of those. For a story everybody knows. It's true. It's we true. We just don't have that one that everybody looks at and goes, oh, when I'm not reading the story, I watch this. Now, is this going to be animated? Or animated. Okay. And how... How much uh, uh, are they gonna? Are they even gonna stray from the story I know? The little boy, sure. mom gave him beans. He threw them on the ground. Grew a beanstalk. Went up the beanstalk to get. The, 
or are they going to come up with some whole elaborate addition to the story take some brothers grim stuff and yeah okay. i think i think what they're i think what they're what they've been saying is that the core story is not going to change clearly because of the the the, the story is so stripped down there's mm-hmm. going to be some building up and aspects of, of it things like that but they're saying at least that they're going to stick to the core of the story that could be interesting they're really any, good any talks any names being thrown out there for for for, for voice voice work? there may have been nothing i'm forgetting nothing i'm remembering right off hand only because i know it's just in such an early stage um i'm trying to think what else oh well pirates of the caribbean it's uh, uh, and it's going to be called uh, if I remember the name. Uh, I, I I I was actually reading your post. Yeah, dead man, dead man tell no tales. Dead man tell no tales. Yep. Um, how much Orlando Bloom are we getting in this? Um, the, my gut feeling is considering where certain careers are at, he's probably <laughs> going to want to be in it as much as Jeffrey Rush and and, okay. and Johnny Depp are. Nothing against Orlando Bloom because I know somebody right now is just is shaking their fist because <laughs> I said that. No, I I think from the standpoint of I I think. Fans want to see a prominent Jeffrey Rush, Johnny Depp, Orlando Bloom presence. I think if people, okay. if they announce that this is an adventure that involves all three of them, I think you're going to get the fan base back. I think people will really be interested in seeing like a buddy type. I think that was something they missed before. One of the earlier scripts for, for Pirates of the Caribbean was supposed to be more of a Johnny Depp, Jeffrey Rush buddy okay. thing consistently. I think people would want to see that. Now, here's my question. Okay. Because it's out, people will see it. Were we, were we feeding for it? Did people want it? From from your from, from your from your opinion, your feel of uh, over the past couple of years, I, I forgot when Dead Dead Man's Chest would have been the last one, right? Was there this big demand, or Disney just say, "Hey, here's a guaranteed couple million in the first week. Let's just put this one out there." Or was there this big demand, like, "Yo, we have to do a fourth fourth movie," right? Yeah. Okay. I th- I think there's, or was it fifth? Uh. Dead Man's there was Chest. The original trilogy. The, orig- the original trilogy. I think that was it. I think Dead Man's Chest would have been the last one. And then... Um, there was the one that was without Orlando Bloom. Uh, I can't remember. There was the, the, the trilogy, the one without Orlando Bloom, and then this one. So this would be fifth. Might be fifth. Might be fifth. Yeah, this okay. would be fifth one. Okay. Yeah. This w- you know what it is? It's like... I don't know. It, to me, it's like candy or popcorn the way studios look at it right now it's like you may not want it but their feeling is if we serve it to you you're going to put your hands in and start shoveling it down and it's it's sad but it's it's kind of how the the way it's become it's like we're going to give you familiar properties because we know if we invest 200 million in it you will go see it for every lone ranger that tanks there's tons of movies that do really well even movies you'd be surprised that do well when you factor in international like pacific rim i loved pacific rim but the only reason why there's a sequel to Pacific Rim is because China really loved Pacific Rim. I, I, I'm a big fan. I, I like that. I yeah, like Pacific Rim. It was Rim. really good. But for the States, it was too anime and too long for the typical give me an hour and a half of action okay. and that's it. So, I, I, so I, I'll go see it. I guarantee you when uh, Dead Man Tells No Tales, I definitely will go see it. Johnny Depp fan. And Johnny Depp, I mean, um, say a little bit. Johnny Depp. Yeah. Now you mentioned uh, 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 Lone Ranger. Uh, there was a what was the random one last year? He was this weird kind of quirky gentleman. Transcend. Oh, uh, he played the. Um, he's like was an art heist investigator, and Paul Bettany was his like assistant. I can't remember like that. It lasted like a day yeah. in the theaters. And then he's got a. Uh, 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 
true story, badass gangster kind of thing coming up, which doesn't which doesn't look too bad. Looks yeah. pretty good. But he's had some ups and downs. Yeah. He's had some questionable roles, but I give him credit. He, he, he'll try just about anything. He's, he's very diverse. And then, you know, is this... Is, was his career getting somewhere to the point where he kind of needed to do a guaranteed hit? I think, I, I think it came at a point where, and I, I'm forgetting the name, but the movie that you're seeing commercials for now, where he's playing mobster Whitey Bulger. Yeah, I, I, there is so much strong buzz on that that I think honestly he picked the Pirates movie because now he can really have a critic and a fan darling as a one-two. Gotcha, but, gotcha. But, but you hit it right on the head because you know Johnny Depp's name gets him past the Lone Ranger. It doesn't get you past every Lone Ranger, though. True. And that's that's where the issue for him comes in. All right. So from D23 to the big one, like we mentioned, to Comic-Con. New York yeah. City yep. Comic-Con. Well, I love that. New love York it. City Comic-Con or New York Comic-Con? Uh, I want to say it right. New York Comic-Con. New York yep. Comic-Con. Uh, we're looking at October 8th to the 11th? 8th to the 11th. 8th to the 11th. Though, uh, though starting October 1st, uh, Read Pop that sponsors New York Comic Con. They have Super Week going on, so there's New York Comic Con themed events going on all throughout the city. Also, so you know the website has a bunch of listings for it. Okay, now for the average man, can sure. I even can I even still get tickets to Comic Con? It's a good it's a good question. Um, currently, I believe there are still Thursday tickets available. Um, there's also. And it hasn't been, uh, the details haven't been announced yet, but Midtown Comics in New York City, which has a number of uh, stores um, in, in, in the city in different locations, they're going to be doing a one-day event that is going to be physically selling of tickets. They okay. haven't told us, any of us yet, how specifically that's going to run or how it's going to work out. I hope they have a great plan in place because <laughs> it's going to be we were at special when we were covering special edition which is was a comic book based one that, that we did a couple months ago they if you went to special edition you had a chance to buy near comic con tickets early you were guaranteed to buy one ticket per person you were guaranteed those lines almost there was a, a, a almost a fight three separate times in those lines just to get near comic con tickets i can't imagine what where they're going to host this when they do the one there i really don't host it right at right yeah. at the honestly uh, jacob javits jacob javits okay, yeah okay so comic con new york comic con yeah. october 8th 11th panels uh trailers yep. uh just artwork cosplay what are you looking forward to i know what i'm looking forward to the most i have i have a, a certain panel i'm looking forward to because i'm a thug and i'm an og of course i'm talking about the once upon a time panel of course uh, of course <laughs> and what are you looking forward to i um honestly and I, i'm so surprised i because this never used to be the case i love artist alley there's just this chance to be able to see the men and women who have either done the artwork for the books you've read for years or who are new and they're coming up and just starting on books. It's just an... I, I become a little kid again when I see Bill Sienkiewicz, who I remember was the artist on the New Mutants for Marvel in the 80s, when he's just sitting there and saying, hey, I'm looking... I'm suddenly the little fourteen-year-old boy again, going. Why are you saying hello to me? Like, I'm just little old old man geek. Yeah, I'm, I'm like exactly. And it's to amplify that by dozens. You get 
caught up in there. But you're right. To say there's one thing, it's like picking, I would hope it would be like the hard time of picking your favorite kid, though I know some people don't have a problem with that. Um, Easily. But it, yeah. It, I, I'm my mom's favorite. She doesn't say it, but actually, at least she does say it. I'm, let's just be honest. Shout just, out to my sisters. Just quietly to you when no one else. Exactly. That's that's good. <laughs> but, I, but again, the panel, I mean, cosplay. I, I cannot preach enough. I wish cosplay was popular when I was younger. I probably would have done, I probably would have cosplayed when I was younger. Hey, there's still, there's still time. It, is there any way we could see some cosplay from Old Man Geek at any time in the future? Whether it's at New York Comic Con or maybe at the next Geek Week? Something. All right. All right. I will say this. <laughs> First and foremost, I did for Halloween. Well, it was for Halloween, so it doesn't take the count. But I did dress up as Silent Bob. I remember. So I, I was, did do that. I remember. And you, 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 went, you dived into the character yeah, for a good I, amount I of very, time. Not everybody was necessarily pleased about that, but <laughs> it was a really good outfit. Um... But no, I here's Corporate the thing. America. I know. I've I have this thing of I either want to be Rick Grimes from The Walking Dead, okay. or I want to be a badass Sailor Moon. I want to do one of the two. That's what I want. And I say Sailor Moon. I'm not shaving my legs. Nothing. <laughs> I'm just gonna look like a badass Sailor Moon. Now definitely. Now, now why not Sailor Mars if you're gonna go for badass? If I remember correctly, I know Nerdy Fairy's listening right now. But Sailor Mars was more of the badass, wasn't she? She was more of the the, the rebel kind of. From the the from the kindergarten level of education that I have at Sailor Moon, because Nerdy <laughs> Fairy's been very patient in teaching okay. me about this. I believe so. If we're wrong, she's probably trashing her computer right now. Oh yeah, she's like, I can't believe they said Mars. Everyone knows it was Jupiter. Now. Actually, totally off topic, but kind of, kind of in the geek world. Um, shouldn't was there a solar sailor Pluto? There wasn't a sailor Pluto, right? I think there is. I'm going to make a reference to. Shouldn't she be offended? Um, yeah, I think I think there is because I think I brought that up one time. Or or yeah. or maybe there wasn't, and now she's back. There, she you go, there you go. She took some time off. <laughs> she's out hunting down Neil deGrasse Tyson. She's now, not that, a fan. Is now that isn't a geek nerd joke? I don't know. Guys. I don't know what else. Yeah, I love that. So uh, <laughs> the the I mentioned the Once Upon a Time panel. Uh, what other panels are going to be there? There is one that I know a lot of people. I don't know if it's a panel or just more of a big unveiling of the the Walking dead yeah there's going to be um there from what i understand they they they've made decisions about panels but they haven't fully posted the day's events yet something i was checking today and i couldn't find i was thinking i would be able by now find like a full calendar of everything you, you probably will probably beginning in september i think if not this week i'd say definitely the first week of september but regarding the walking dead and to, to put this out to everybody on uh friday the 9th uh, at Madison Square Garden, they're going to be screening the first episode of season six of The Walking Dead nice. to everybody who it, who's in attendance. And the way you get tickets is you go into AMC's website, do a search on there for a Walking Dead season six premiere, and you can essentially sign up every day from now till September 14th. Wow. And if you're picked, you get two tickets, and I think there's a little package that goes along with it. But you, you and a friend basically go to Madison Square Garden and see the Walking Dead premiere. I think I need to. I need to go to AMC.com. Yeah. And, and set that up. Now, something to keep in mind, because this was a fine print thing. Ye, no recording devices allowed in the Master Garden. Oh, of course, everyone will leave their cell phones at home. And, and, and of course, if you bring it, you know what they're charging. Like, if you're in with phone, it's you must take it to the caged area. Check this it in. $25 to check it in. Ah. Yeah, they are going to. And understandably, because you I know. I could put my baby down. Because you know there's going to be some <laughs> idiots like me, if I could, try to get at least some pictures from <laughs> just, the premiere and things something. like that. Just one little shot of yeah. Glenn doing something. Yeah, I mean. Ah. 
That's okay. No, don't worry about Glenn though, because Glenn Glenn isn't going to get killed until the third episode of the sixteenth. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Are we still? Are we still? On, are we still oh, we're live. We're live. We're live. Oh, now shit, how how much of a hated man will you be if Glenn gets killed? I'm going to hate myself. <laughs> if that was. I made that up. I swear. Right now, the, the producers are watching right now, saying, "Guys, you know what we should do? Just to screw with this old bastard <laughs> geek. Let's kill Glenn in the third episode." Uh, now, speaking of Glenn, staying a little bit on Comic Con, staying a little bit on Walking Dead. Yeah. Tonight is also a very special night. Tonight is the premiere of The Walking Dead spinoff. Yep. Fear the Walking Dead. Yep. For those of you who might have checked online, the first two minutes, 50 seconds is yep. online. Uh, it's a spinoff. It's pretty much, you actually brought this up to us last yep. time at, at Geek Week, and it's pretty much the... The time period before and during Rick being in the coma that he was in, somewhat. There, there's it, the way they're advertising it now is this is what was taking place while Rick was in that coma. Okay. Now, from those three minutes, they and, and those, those were the first three minutes. Yeah. Right, right out the right out the out the barrel, right. Yeah. Right out the gun, they are. Someone's been eaten, and someone else is. And another walker. I'm guessing they probably didn't call them walkers yet. Another walker is already feeding. Yep. They just went right into it. Yeah. Is that what we should expect? They're just gonna take the show running because they figure we know everything or we know kind of what's going on. So let's just start eating. Let's just start feeding. Yeah, I think the the opening. I think they took a very like dawn of the dawn of the dead remake mm. approach, which was you know we're just gonna go balls to the wall right from the very beginning. I think it feeds into, like, a lot of people had issue with the title, like, Fear the Walking Dead, but I think it ties into the time period, because, as they said in interviews, these aren't going to be slow, wandering, decaying walkers. These are going to be people who are just turning, who still look human to some respects, mm -hmm. so the fighting them and things like that's going to be a lot rougher. Plus, they raise a good point. They're like, you know, when, when Rick wakes up, it's like the next day after a really great party. Because yeah. he doesn't remember what got the party to that point. We're going to see what caused those expressways to be empty and for those buildings to be empty and things like that. And we already see from the previews, clearly it's not a pretty picture that gets us to that. It's just are, are, at, at, do you think at any time we're going to get, not, not, say, not, not say we're going to see Glenn or, or Daryl or, or, or T-Dog, we're going to get some kind of reference Honestly, no. no? I, really, I truly don't. They're going to keep them separate. I, I truly, I, when Robert Kirkman, I think what Robert Kirkman and what a lot of the, what a lot of the people behind the show have been trying to to emphasize the connection with The Walking Dead in the sense of, hey, it's the same universe, and here is in time frame where it takes place with The Walking Dead. But the one thing they've been emphasizing is, you know, we're talking east as opposed to northwest. Okay. Realistically. There can, there's not going to be any viable reason logically to not look like just a cheap ratings grab to do a crossover, which doesn't preclude a cheap ratings grab if the ratings start to drop off. Look what Fox is doing with Sleepy Hollow and Bones. They're doing a Sleepy Hollow and Bones crossover because Sleepy yeah, Hollow nice. has been getting crushed in the ratings. Just I, I, I love Sleepy Hollow. It, it took me a while, but I love Sleepy are Hollow. You, are you up to date on it? Uh, wait. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay. I, I was positive I am, yeah. All right, side subject, because I have no, <laughs> okay. one's been, no one's been able to answer this yet. What... I felt like a lot of Hope fans online drop, felt the quality dropped off this last season. Like I saw a lot of the social media reaction being like, this doesn't feel the same. Any I, I totally agree. It, I felt like 
it had a, it had a progression that was leading up, and the whole season where they were pretty much um, I'm forgetting characters' names, but the whole season where they were pretty much uh, getting ready for the, the the four horsemen, and 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 then the final I think it was the final episode of not the pre the currency the season before when their 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 son, which his name leaves me right now, their son finally. Uh, sided with them and killed the, the I'm, I'm forgetting all the characters and killed the the, 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 the the demon and then it was like we got to the, the moment that we were building up to that entire season and the season before so it, it, it felt like it went here and then they kind of wanted to find somewhere to go the following mm-hmm. and it, okay. it, that's, that's my whole take on it but I do agree there was some kind of loss of momentum because we had reached the peak that we kind of been building up to for a whole like season and I, I think it was season before that or that was the first season that was the first season I believe yeah I think so, yeah there, there was such a build up in that season and when we got to that moment it was like oh okay now where to go and I, I, I did have that feeling, so I, I, I definitely agree. To, it, to me, it, it feels like it's suffering from the same thing that happened to Under the Dome, which was it was just such an interesting concept that flashed so bright, and then they just ran out of things to, to do. And, and I think it's that still that same old, old network feeling of, well, it's popular, so we have to hold on to it. Yeah. And it's like, no, if it's really good, let it keep stay limited and bask off of the praise and the success from it and do something else. So I think now is when, for those shows, now is when you're going to start seeing uh, a storyline similar to this show from years ago. A storyline, not even just start picking storylines. Yeah. The, the originality is gone, I guess. Yep. Um, like you said, it should have just been a quick little miniseries. Yeah. You would have been fine with it. Um, so now I'm going to see more of the uh, buddy drama on. Uh, yeah. 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 You know, and I tell you, the, the show that learned the lesson, and I think is, again, I t- we talked about this last time, Heroes Reborn. When you hear the creators talk about what they learned from the previous series and this idea like, look, we don't have to keep characters alive. Kill them. Audiences will be okay <laughs> with losing characters if there's a reason, if there's a story. Walking Our, dead. Yeah. We can do a second season like True Detective and not be about anything in the first season. You know, it, it's Very true. The, the, I feel like tele- a lot of the networks are realizing, you know what? Our television viewers, yeah, they may watch dumb stuff sometimes, but they also watch a lot of good stuff, too. And they don't want all dumb stuff all the time. So as we continue here on Geek Week, Phoenix NPM Live, as we continue talking about uh, Fear of the Walking Dead, just letting you guys know we're going to we're going to try the, the, the phone lines once again. Um, feel free to call us in with your geek confession. We got about eight more minutes. Time just seems to be flying I by. Feel free to call in with your geek confessions. The phone number is flashing right on the side. Uh, 732-955-7469. Uh, for those of you who don't realize it, that's 732-955-PHOENIX, P-H-N-X. Just call us. Give us your geek confession. If for any reason you can't hear us on the line, we still have some technical difficulties, we can hear you loud and clear. Just go right in and throw your geek confession out there. If you have anything, little, any geek-related item you might have done, you might have you might want like to indulge in or you're ashamed of don't worry about it we're in a geek safe space uh for example old man geek yes one quick geek confession all right and uh, um <laughs> remember sure geek safe space exactly geek safe space all right one of my confessions i know it's not going to be popular is uh the goonies the goonies classic i believe to be one of the most overrated slices of cheesy movie I have ever seen. And let me say this. It's not half the movie that the Monster Squad 
is. And the Monster Squad deserves a hell of a lot more love and respect. Yeah, I said it. Oh, look, I'm dropping the pen. Look at that. <laughs> now, I, I know I said safe space, but why is it, that, 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 with that in mind, now why is it I can, I, I can go to a 90s baby yeah. and say Goonies, and they will know what I'm talking about, and they will even agree. You know what? Good movie. And I, I, I probably can't go to a 90s baby and say Mon, uh, 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 Monster Squad. Yeah. I, 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 you know why? I give you an answer. You know why? Why? Goddamn Spielberg. <laughs> That's why. It's the Spielberg magic. We, it's like Tom Hanks magic. We as a nation just get lost in it. We love what they do. Oh, E.T., we love you. You're adorable. Oh. Well, we're talking Goonies. I, like, I, I know. Safe space. Geek safe space. But yeah. you're talking about the Goonies. You're talking about the... the, the, the you're talking about Chunk? Chunk? No. Uh, not Chuck. Who, who, who am I thinking about? Oh, sure. Now you want me to help you in this yeah. crappy movie. <laughs> I ain't letting anybody defend <laughs> defending the Goonies. I'll let you twist in the wind, my friend. I'm drawing a black. But, but we're talking about... No, you, you can go into any crowd and scream out, Hey, you guys. People oh, I know. know what you're talking about. Oh, I know. Trust me. It's, it's a classic. Whenever I think... And, 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 and the Goonies brings me back to like a certain time in my life when I saw it. Um, it, been, it makes me think of other movies. I think of The Sandlot. I think of... I'm sorry. I... I Okay, Geek Safe Space. Yeah, I'll take it back. That, I'll take it back. That. I'll take it back. So once again, we are we are in uh, in that final stretch. Geek Confessions. The phone lines are open. Feel free to call in right now with your Geek Confession. Uh, we were talking about Fear of the Walking Dead. We got a little off topic because our old man Geek made some. Um, yeah, he went crazy for a little bit, and <laughs> he made some it's, outrageous. It's the, it's the vapors. Uh, it's the, vapors. Uh, uh, the comments of old man, man Greek do not represent <laughs> all those of Phoenix MPM Live. Uh, so Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. Now uh, along the same lines of the question I asked before about references to the, the favorites. Yeah. What about and I'm, I'm thinking we probably won't even notice it. What, what do you think? Maybe, maybe, maybe there's a chance that we might end up seeing if we catch it individuals that lived in the governor's town individuals that they might have bumped into walking on the road that they that lasted one episode and got killed maybe some of the guys who ended up in the prison i think that would be a nice little easter egg things to kind of throw in to fear the walking dead possibly the only thing you would have to keep into consideration is like distance like to get from right, where they're right. at to where Fear the Walking Dead is taking place. The that Walking West Dead Coast. is at, well, Rick was in Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. So it's in that Washington yeah, D.C. Yeah. Atlanta general area, and to take it to the West Coast. However, there may be name references, like for example, government agencies or things like that. That you, I think you'll talk about the CDC. Some, yeah, some Easter eggs or some things like that that may be in play in the background that I think people may say. Maybe the guy from the CDC can make a appearance in uh that yeah that, that that would be a good little little overlap i will say this the bigger the crossover they choose to do with the walking dead the more worried you should be about fear the walking dead uh-huh. i think that's probably the best way to look now at when it. you say worried in the sense that like for example if it's like rick grimes is in the last season for <laughs> that, then you know the ratings are in trouble or yeah, there is yeah, some yeah, serious yeah. problem going on but if, if they if they do little easter eggs in the background that i think is just them trying to make sure we know they're in a shared universe. There may be two stories, but just so you know, they take place in the same the same area. But I mean, if, if 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 the show is a success, in about four seasons from now, if we do the timeline just right, yeah, we're building right up to when Rick's breaking up. Who knows? They they end up in Atlanta in the hospital because remember when Rick woke up, there was a bunch of like there was some army men walking around, army men. There were some soldiers running around the, the hospital. Yeah. So they, 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 there could be. Who knows? There could be. There could be. We got a spinoff. We've got about, what, 
five, six seasons of Walking Dead? Yeah, starting sixth. Starting sixth. I'm going to use a reference from uh, another popular show, Community. Six seasons in the movie? Um, I, I mean, if you're AMC, I'm sure you're winning a movie. No. Absolutely winning a movie. If you're Robert Kirkman... I think you're protecting your franchise because right now you're looking at you're on what 140 issues of the comic book. Now, granted, okay. the series has changed quite a bit from the series, the comic book, but still, that's a lot of television you still have ahead of you. Yeah. You know, may not need may not need to do that jump to movies. Plus, at this point, what would be the benefit as opposed to? Yeah. You know, that's. I think that would be the consideration. Maybe as a wrap-up finale, possibly. Reason why. Reason why. Along the reason why I wouldn't go to a movie right now. Let's be honest, people. We want a beginning, middle, and end when we see a movie. Uh, yep. With all the comic books you have left and all the graphic novels, you you, you don't want to go to an end yet because there's a lot of money to be made if you if you want yeah. to keep going for the series. But uh, 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 looking at the time. And we have come right to the end of our third installment of Geek yes. Week, Phoenix MPM Live. I want to uh, once again thank uh, uh, Old Man Geek for coming through. Uh, thank you for bringing his, his wisdom here. Uh, uh, any last comments you want you want to give out? Um, just a, a, just real quick, I, I think in regards to the show itself. I, uh, first, I want to thank you for having me on for three shows now. Of course, of course. Um, for for everybody who's listening, thank you guys for the support and patience. It is a work in progress. But I think just seeing what tonight's show's been from the first time we've done this, only three shows, I think it's been a vast improvement, and we're going to be improving from there. We're going to have some very interesting stuff planned up for New York Comic Con as we go into October. So, guys, thank you for being dedicated to this. Stick with it. And like was said before, you know, we want to see where this thing is going to go because there's a lot of geeks out there, folks, and we want to try and reach you guys as, as, as many of you as we possibly can. So hold the faith, and we're going to just make this thing better and better as we go along. Now, I, I want to... I wanna, uh ask my uh, fellow geeks out there to help me help me put old man geek in an uncomfortable situation right now we want uh, we want to ask now we know he's going to new york comic-con uh, i'm going to try to get tickets i don't know how uh, he's going to new york comic-con he's going to be covering just about any and everything you're going to be covering stuff for old man geek you're going to be covering stuff for some other uh, outlets that you work for uh and i, I can say that on the air right some of the outlets you yeah, work for well, actually uh, yeah in fact let me if you can give me a second to believe oh, well, right I'm, I'm proud yet again to be to gotten the approval to cover and I mean, yes, for Old Man Geek, but most importantly, through Bleeding Cool, uh, Hannah Mean Chan, especially, who's the you know editor chief there, has been great in in helping us you know get this coverage, and we return the favor hopefully by doing some good stuff for them. So yeah, check out Bleeding Cool during New York Comic Con too. Well, so one thing I want to ask you, as uh, from the Phoenix MPM Live Geek Week family, yes, we want to know if you can make sure you get some Geek Week exclusives. Okay. Now, some stuff that you're only going to bring here. No offense. No offense to, to the Bleeding Cool, to OldManGeek88.com. Right. I want. I, I want to have an exclusive that I can. That we. That we can. We can. We can debut right here. So if okay. you happen to bump in to uh, Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Yeah. If it. Yeah. Because you know, I'm sure he'll just be walking around. We're going to be on Nathan. We're going to the food court at Nathan's. We're going to yeah. have a hot dog. So, so if you bump into Chris Evans and 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 um and uh uh I'm not drawing a blank and Robert Downey Jr. and they say hey. We're going to tell you how Civil War ends, or all the cameos, and the after credits. I'm asking you, for when they do that, can you save that? Absolutely. That will not be a, that, <laughs> for Geek Read. That, in fact, you know what? And in fact, because you put that out there, I'll even go you one better, because you and I talked about this also. 
for those of you who are paying attention or are going to be coming on board, we're also starting with subs with shows that are coming up. We're also going to have some cool giveaways for you guys also. Nice, nice. You know, signed books, signed comic books, posters, things like that, because we, we pick up a lot of stuff at a lot of these conventions and conferences. And honestly, we want to make sure that you, for those of you who can't be there, at least give you guys a chance to get a piece of what was going on there. Nice. Ladies and gentlemen, Phoenix MPM Live Geek Week. Once again, same as, as Old Man Geek said, the show is only getting better. We apologize that the phone lines weren't uh, weren't making party as we assumed they would. We're going to keep working on that. Shout out to the caller that called in. Uh, Phoenix MPM Live, phoenixmpm.com, Geek Week. Old Man Geek, uh, or they can find you on Twitter at uh, old at Old Man Geek eighty eight. They can find you online overall at www.oldmangeek88.com. Uh, they can find you on Facebook at Old Man Geek is the page. They can find you on Instagram at Old Man Geek, and they can find you at home at Oh, the Let me just stop there. PhoenixMPM.com. Phoenix MPM Live. Make party be the movement. Movement. We make party.